For the Athletic Podcast Network, this is The Update. I'm Adam Copeland. On today's show, we'll talk to Matt Barrows, who covers the 49ers for The Athletic, about, you guessed it, the quarterback situation. John Lynch earlier this week making a statement that has sort of split the faithful down the middle as to whether or not he was honest about keeping Jimmy Garoppolo or whether or not he was looking for somebody else to replace number 10 under center in 2021. Lots of speculation about who the backup quarterback may be. John Lynch admitting that they do need to bolster that quarterback room, and that's going to happen either in free agency or through the draft. All things we can talk about. About with Matt Barrows, who joins me next. Today is Monday, March 1st. Always fun talking football with Matt Barrows, who covers the 49ers for The Athletic. And we were just talking before we got going here, Matt, that this is generally the dead zone. Like, what are we doing talking 49er football in the uh, in the thralls of February, dude? Or now, I guess, the beginning of March. How are you, Matt? I'm doing well, yeah. Normally, I would be talking to you from Indianapolis, it would be maybe 22 degrees. It will have snowed like a week ago, so there's like this dirty, slushy snow on the side of the street. But there would be something going on. Like we'd be talking to John Lynch. We'd be talking to Kyle Shanahan. We'd be watching these guys uh, doing their, their underwear Olympics. And now that's gone. It's a big kind of dead spot in, in the NFL calendar. And uh, I know for a fact that that's why we have, you know, one quarterback rumor after another to kind of keep talk radio and to keep everything else going. But uh, yeah, we've got to kind of fill that hole with something. Nothing moves the needle like quarterback talk. And the 49ers had a little bit of, I don't want to say drama. It wasn't drama, but I guess it was the first audible endorsement from 49ers brass about Jimmy Garoppolo since the end of the season and it was John Lynch on a podcast down in Tampa mentioned or said to Ira Kaufman that Jimmy G was going to be his guy or that he I guess the statement was was a little more broad than that if Jimmy Garoppolo is healthy and when he is healthy John Lynch believes he's the quarterback for the 49ers what did you make of those statements and did you take that as just like general manager speak or did you believe John Lynch in saying yeah I think we've sort of exhausted options and Jimmy's our guy it's more the latter. I mean, it's in keeping with the theme that they struck right after the season, what's happened since then is they've gotten a better understanding of the landscape. Matt Stafford, obviously, they had some interest there, but once that price tag got really high, they backed out of that. They probably realized that Deshaun Watson is going to take a mint to get from the Houston Texans, and I don't think that they're out of that conversation at all, but I think they realize that that's a long shot too. So, I mean, I think it's just a firmer commitment and a firmer realization that Garoppolo is going to be the best option in, in September. You know, to me, the, the news was more along the lines of, we're going to go with Garoppolo, but we need somebody really good or better. We need a better number two than we've had in the past. So that told me that they're obviously looking heavily at that number two spot, the backup spot. And I thought reading the tea leaves, he was saying, we're going to bring in a veteran. And then when you look at the list and you look at the 49ers salary cap situation, they can't bring in a high priced veteran. So we're talking like Andy Dalton, Ryan Fitzpatrick type of guy, somebody who's, who's got a veteran status, who's been in the league for a long time, who could offer a steady hand for, I don't know, four or five games and maybe win three of those. That's what it seems to be pointing to. And, and some, some people have heard what he said and, and thought, okay, that means that they're going to go after a quarterback in the draft. Tim Kawakami thinks that that was the message. So uh, it, it's still kind of a, a question mark there, some some intrigue as to 
who would be that number two, but it's clear that they're looking for that better option at a backup position. Yeah, I interpreted it the same way you did. And in saying veteran, I I felt like it meant a true veteran, kind of like you mentioned Andy Dalton or Ryan Fitzpatrick, maybe even a guy like Alex Smith is out there. I don't know that that he would be the right fit. But I felt like that sort of eliminated guys like Trubisky or Darnold. Did you share that sentiment? I did. But if you believe the the rookie part of it, like he was signaling that they're going to go for a rookie, I wonder whether Darnold would sort of be that that rookie type where you could – send a, a third-round pick to the Jets, maybe during the draft, or maybe it's uh, something where the 49ers and Jets swap first-round picks. I think the Jets also have the 23rd pick. I forget what it is, but let's say that they did that. The Jets get number 12, the 49ers get Darnold plus 23. Then you would have the younger guy behind Garoppolo this season, and I, I don't think that Darnold's salary cap, I think it's $4.77 million, which is high but not undoable. So you would have that, that younger guy behind Garoppolo who, if Garoppolo stumbled in 2021, that younger guy could start to take over and then be ready to take over for good in 2022. That's a scenario, but no, my first instinct was, okay, it's Andy Dalton. We're getting the the red rifle is going to be the the number two quarterback to Jimmy Garoppolo to begin the season. Yeah, boy, and I guess until Jimmy's running out of the tunnel, we, we like just don't know for sure whether <laughs> or not true. whether or not he's the guy. What do you think about like Jacoby Brissett? That's a guy who's a big arm dude, a guy who actually backed up uh, Jimmy Garoppolo in New England, then he goes out to Indianapolis and sort of felt like he didn't get a, a totally a fair shake. He had some injury problems, and then they obviously brought in Philip Rivers. Is he a guy who's maybe in the cards? Yeah, I mean, I think that's sort of the same type of guy that we're describing. Uh, Tyrod Taylor is another guy who sort of fits that mold, somebody that has been in the league a long time that you'd feel comfortable. The phrase steady hand keeps coming up in my mind. That That's sort of the, the guy that you're, you're looking for. Whereas, you know, the, the two players who are backing up Garoppolo to this point have both been younger guys without a lot of experience. And, and the 49ers haven't been very good when those guys were in the game. So I think experience is the key here. Like I said, somebody who can basically run the ship for a while if Garoppolo is out. We'll be right back after a quick word from our sponsors. If he does get hurt again, like you said, you hoping that the next guy who's behind him is somebody who can either take the reins the following year or have some level of success. Because I think if you're a little bit better than Nick Mullins or a little bit better than C.J. Beathard this last year, you might have gone 8-8 eight and eight and had an opportunity to, uh, to do some damage at the end of the season. The question I've got for you, or I guess the other takeaway from this week, is that the biggest 49ers quarterback news may not be who's playing quarterback for them, but who's playing quarterback for the Seattle Seahawks. What did you think about the news about Russell Wilson? Not that he had, I guess, the, the report is that he didn't demand a trade, but he went to his bosses and said, yeah, I want to be here, but if you're going to trade me, here's who I'd like to play for, which kind of made me laugh. I'm not going to have a steak for dinner, uh, Matt, <laughs> but if I do, I'd like it to be from the House of Prime Rib. What were your thoughts on on Russell Wilson's comments? Yeah, I don't want to get married, but if I did, uh, if Salma <laughs> Hayek were available, I would probably yeah, pick her. Exactly. I mean, to me, it just kind of underscores the fact that you know, everybody's saying, you know, the 49ers need a, a franchise quarterback, a quarterback who's going to be here for the next 10 years. I'm not sure that exists in the NFL anymore. Either the franchise thinks that it can do better than the, than, than the guy that they have right now, which is what we saw with the Rams and what we saw with the Lions, or the QB himself gets fed up with the franchise, like we're seeing in Houston and we're seeing in Seattle. I mean, <laughs> Kansas City might be the only 
team in the, in the entire 32-team league that likes its quarterback and thinks that guy's going to be the quarterback for the next 10 years. And I bet you could go on Chiefs chat rooms right now and find people who are saying, oh, yeah, Patrick Mahomes is trash. we gotta, we got to find a better guy than him. I mean, that's, that's where we are in NFL Americana, where nobody likes their starting quarterback, and they're always, you know, pining for somebody different. So, I mean, the fact that Russell Wilson might want out of Seattle, you're absolutely right. That's great. That's great news for the Rams, for the Cardinals, and, and, and for the 49ers. I mean, uh, I'm sure they're gunning for that. My joke was that if the 49ers can facilitate this Russell Wilson to Las Vegas uh, Raiders trade, they'll do anything. They'll, they'll throw in a couple of six-rounders if, if they can make that work. I was kind of thinking from a fan perspective, that might be the most fun place for him to end up. Just because it'd be great to have Russell Wilson out there, the cartoon character that is John Gruden, the new crown jewel of Las Vegas in Allegiant Stadium. Plus, we would get that Patrick Mahomes, Russell Wilson, Justin Herbert, Russell Wilson a couple of times a year. That'd be a blast. Yeah, it would. And I wonder whether the sort of the theme of these places where Russell Wilson wanted to be traded to, it was sort of random. It's like Chicago, Dallas. I mean, does Ciara figure into this? I mean, would she be able to perform in Las Vegas? I mean, is that why he's looking at the Raiders? I, I, it, was, it was hard to kind of figure out the pattern of, of what he was suggesting there. My first thought was, okay, Las Vegas and Dallas in Texas being a no sales tax, right? Or no, is that the is that the deal there? I was thinking maybe maybe it was a tax thing. Then you look at the coaches and they all look like they were offensive minded coaches. But I was with you. I was like, if he goes to Chicago, that's kind of a, a Tom Brady to Tampa Bay type thing. Like he's joining a defense with an offensive minded head coach. Well, Chicago was interesting, and this isn't my idea. I, I'm stealing this from somebody else on Twitter, and I forget who it was. But the Bears have just never had a great quarterback there. You know, he would be reached like godlike status if if he directed that team to the playoffs or to the Super Bowl. I mean, talk about a big city that's an NFL starved city that's a really a quarterback star. I mean, Jim McMahon is is their best quarterback in the last quarter century or more. So, uh a Russell Wilson there. I mean, that would really take off and if you read that athletic piece, it was all about legacy and, and what he wants to leave behind. That's a city where you could really make a huge mark. Big city. Loves the Bears, but just never has had a great quarterback for the longest time. So uh, that would be a legacy type city where he could go. It's a fun conversation to sort of uh, do the whack-a-mole thing with where quarterbacks could pop up, but it seems like it's becoming like more fast and furious than it ever has before. So to your point, you don't make it in the NFL as a quarterback till people are on message boards and on social media saying, get your ass out of town, dude. That's how you know you made it, right? That's right, and I guess that's been the way it's been forever. I mean, the most popular guy in, in, uh, in a city is the backup quarterback, but now it's uh, you know here it, with the 49ers, it's the third or the fourth guy. It's like, yeah, I wonder what Josh Johnson can do in this office. I think he'd be really good. And people thinking, oh, well, they've got their backup. It's it's Josh Rosen. He was the number 10 overall pick just a few years ago. I think that both of those guys are, are nice to have on your roster, but I don't think the 49ers are looking at either of them as their number two at this point. I think we've seen the Josh Johnson things enough times. I don't, I don't think we need to see that again to know that he's not the 49er quarterback. Matt, thanks so much for, uh, for stopping by the podcast today, man. We'll catch up with you when the 49ers are set in stone, maybe around the draft and, and when they know where they're picking and who their QB is, man. So thanks a lot. All right. Anytime, Adam. Talk to you soon. 
Always fun checking in with Matt Barrows. And, yeah, usually this time of year he'd be getting out to the combine, as he said. It'd be freezing cold temperatures. He'd be inside Lucas Oil Stadium or wherever they decide to hold it. But right now we're all just sort of speculating and waiting to get to that NFL draft. So we'll check in with Matt again later in the offseason. Thank you to Matt. Thank you to Brian. Thank you to you, the listener. If you're enjoying the podcast, please rate, review, and subscribe to us wherever it is that you're listening. I should remind you that there are no more weekends without baseball for the next 35 weeks. Now that spring training games are underway, there's a new environmental impact report about the Oakland A's and whether or not they're going to get their stadium built. We can hit on that in the coming weeks, as well as more talk about the San Francisco Giants and how they're going to fill out the back end of their bullpen. All stuff we can talk about this week. Until Until then, enjoy the week. We'll talk to you Wednesday.